What's the episode? What is the episode? She's watching episode 4. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4, the podcast where we watch Season 3, Episode 4 of a television show completely out of context with the rest of the series. It's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. I'm Lisa. And I'm Adam. We're here with our unofficial co-host Oz. You all know him. You all love him. And our dear friend Hadley Singer. Say hi, Hadley. Hi, everybody. It's nice to be here. Nice to be alive. Nice to be next to Oz. (laughs) That's all I've got. That's that's all our audiences want. That's what they want. They want you. They want Oz. Yeah. It's nice to hear that you're that you're feeling good to be alive. I want everybody to know that what the atmosphere of the room is today. It's a yeah. little hostile, but you know, we're having our non We're having a little bit of our non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> we're we're having Literally a good, just but, me. but you know what we are having? I'll tell you what we are having. We're having a good time. Oh. Well, well, that's that's nice. Setting it a, in a tense yeah. moment, but it, it came through. Uh, I would like to just evenly. I would like to publicly announce how wonderful Hadley's outfit is today. Mm-hmm. He he's wearing overalls and his rainbow tie dye um, sweatshirt. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I uh, thought about it for about ten seconds and then I put it on. I love it. Can you tell that's us right. more about yourself, Hadley? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm an actor, comedian. Performance artist, writer in Chicago. Um, I'm doing several things, working on projects, you know, uh, but I'm mostly just trying to survive through term- turbulent times. Yeah. I don't know what turbulent times you're talking about, but yeah. sure. We yeah. live in a bubble of uh, ignorance ignorance and bliss. Mm-hmm. We just watched TV shows. We did. Mm-hmm. We did watch a TV show. We did show. watch a TV <laughs> show. This week we watched Xena, Warrior Princess, a 90s era <laughs> mythological throwback. Lisa writes these. It follows Xena, <laughs> a warrior princess looking to redeem herself after a lifetime of nefarious deeds. Also, this is set in ancient Roman times or Greek times or one of the ancient times. The character of Xena first appeared on an episode of Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, starring... Kevin oh, Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. There you go. There we go. If that gives you any context, the episode is titled The Deliverer. And the IMD summary of it is Xena travels to Britannia to assist her former ally, Bodacia. Bodicia. Bodacia. Bodacia. In her rebellion against Caesar, Gabrielle travels with her and makes a new friend, Craftstar. Yeah. Who tells her about his one guy. catering. However, Gabrielle doesn't know that this journey will change her life forever. That's right. Oh my god, it does though. It really does. It does it, change it, Honestly, it is quite... It is, like, honestly, it, it seems like I am not very aware of what happens before or after. <laughs> but it seems like it, it truly, like... I got the the idea that this was something that changes the television show, like the end of the episode or something. Like, honestly, I, I think I do, I do because obviously... Up until this point, we're very built in the we're very built in the world that that we're given, and then we are 
it, we we see not only one character change, even even as as um, what would you call that? Uh, even even though it's as campy as it is, there yeah. is some kind of character art for a few characters, and mm-hmm. the world as we as people who actually watch the show, that world changes. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get what you mean. Like the craft star transforming into a demon and having summoned some like like fire spirit. Did craft star transform into the demon? Yeah. So yeah. Cra- well, I think craft star was was the demon all along, but pretending to be a oh human. Oh my gosh! I think I, my understanding was that he was a servant of the god that he was serving. Yeah, and Duruk. that when he when he Duhak. Duhak. was it Duhak? Yeah, it was Duhak. He he when he became. Uh, when he finally, fuck, I don't know. Point is, he became some <laughs> fucking demon. Yeah. Thing, yeah, right. He becomes this demon, but I didn't think he became. I didn't think he was a demon until he was a part of. He got the sacrifice they needed to even summon. Because obviously, some demon was gonna like some god was gonna come out of this fiery hole that yeah. they had created after one of the main characters, Gabrielle sacrificed someone on accident. Yeah. So, okay, so what do you think, what do you mean by this changes the entire show? Well, okay, so... The wait, way wait, wait, wait. You come can at this with zero to, context. Yeah, wait. Can we, get, can we just get your first impression of the show? Oh, can okay. we do that? Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. That's Thank a good you. idea. <laughs> We're, we, like, do, went right into the yeah, deep end, yeah, yeah. and I love it, but I genuinely want to know what you, like, I don't even know if you've seen the show before. If you knew anything about it before, no. I the only thing I like I said earlier before we started, I only knew the Bo Burnham song that mentioned xenophobic warrior princess. Yeah, so it's just a little wordplay. Which was a which was di- a dig on the United States because the next lines are about Uncle Sam. Uh-huh. But I, that's the only thing I knew. I was also very aware that this is lesbian bait. That that's what this show was. Got it. Right. Not bait. You were very aware because they 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 get together at the end. They're together in like the last. No, I'm saying lesbians flock oh. towards the show. Okay. It's, it's not yeah, a show yes. for straight men, I don't believe. Right. Because bait that you put on a hook is not not edible by fish, right? But there is this... Okay, but there's also this thing online that mm-hmm. in, in discussion rooms and on Tumblr. Queer baiting? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's not, it's not bait because it's canon. Well, so it's just is it les- canon though? Yes. I think I think yeah they totally smooch well, they do they, they do. smooch at the end yeah that was that's not a great smooch. not in this episode oh, of they the series at the end in the end yeah. of the series oh yeah. okay well that makes me feel it's, a whole lot it's better. Ca- their relationship is canon okay that's good yeah. because I was worried that it was going to be another uh, Legend of Korra kind of situation where they, oh no where like they're kind of toying with the idea <laughs> yeah. that they're gay but then in the end they hold hands you know what I mean and that's yeah. it's very that's kind PG. of what it's, we get into yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there's like a full there's a bath scene it's like very wow yeah. okay yeah. so you come at this show with more context Lisa I context in that I watched it when I was <laughs> so young <laughs> A little kid, yeah. Like I think I was. This was before I was even eleven. Mm-hmm. So. And this is. And this was the foundation. This was the for who foundation. You are today. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This really was an awakening for me. <laughs> In well, a way, it probably was. I mean, how could you not look at the cheekbones on on uh, Lucy Lawless? I mean, honestly, she's an icon. <laughs> I mean, she's an absolute icon. 
Um, so, but you had no... It was, sorry, you had no... You'd never seen this before, no context for the show. No. None. Except that you knew there was lesbian bait. Well, I knew that the... the only, I didn't know that there were any lesbians whatsoever, because I am aware that it was the gay 90s. <laughs> right. I didn't realize that this would even have any queerness in it whatsoever, besides, you know, the very subtle kind of like... You know, like, oh, they're kind of longing for each other, but you'll never see them do anything about it. That's uh, fair. Yeah. Well, it's they're... interesting how much of this show has permeated cult, pop culture and stuff, while at the same time, like, I had never seen a freaking episode at all, but I knew Xena Warrior Princess, and she had the little circle, like, weapons, and she would throw them, and, and like, <laughs> that's what I knew about this show. I had never watched this show either. She I only thought has it was... the one weapon. I think it was awesome. It's two, right? Doesn't she have two? Oh, that's right, yes. But it, they connect to each other. Oh. She can take them apart. Yeah. It's like it's like magician <laughs> rings. I hate that I know this. Like... It is. <laughs> and, like, sometimes they're, uh, ru- like, strung around each other, and, like, how did they get to be like that? And then she, like, undoes them again. Xena warrior magician. Xena the... <laughs> magician princess? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, Hadley, we just dumped, dumped, jumped into the deep end of um, this show, this episode, season three, episode four. You think that this specific episode in the series changed the entire series from everything before it to everything after it, well, and you have zero context for the entire TV show other than what Lisa's <laughs> just told you. And so this right here, you're you're coming at it hard. You're making the stance yeah. that this episode changes the series i'd be willing to bet money on it because i didn't i didn't obviously i didn't look up anything after this after the episode right but you can analyze something even if you don't like what was happening (laughs) right did you not like what was happening wait yeah did you like it (laughs) have you seen that movie miami connection no no um it's a terrible terrible movie (laughs) that this this vanity project essentially uh, it's garbage film. Literally, quite literally, the term for the type of film that it is is called garbage film. The the most oh, classic no. garbage film is known as The Room by Tommy Wiseau. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but it just reminded me. It, this this vanity project was this guy who was like, I want to be the next kung fu movie star, and so he made this movie in the seventies. But then it didn't get picked up until 2000, 2012. And I saw a lot of similarities. No! <laughs> a lot of similarities in terms... Of, I just kept thinking about Miami Connection because the uh, fighting was so bad. Yeah. It was truly... I mean, but let's talk about <laughs> low-budget 90s. I think they yeah. spent so much money on the costumes that they forgot to budget the rest of the film. Of, uh, of Xena Warrior Princess Xena or Warrior Miami, Princess. Miami Connection? No. Xena. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. They had special effects. They had insane flips. They had sound effects. <laughs> yeah. They had costumes and wigs and Oh, yeah. The special weapons. effects were like... Like when Gabrielle at the end is like surrounded by fire, I thought that looked pretty cool. There yeah. was an explosion. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the Flash Gordon shit. Yeah, I, I will admit that like, church came down on them. I, I will admit I am a slut for Flash Gordon's like special uh-huh. effects, uh-huh. and that was that. 
And I was like, thank you, we're finally getting that like late 80s kind of Very Doctor special Who to effects me. that we deserve. Well, it kind of reminded me of Doctor Who. As oh, well, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the pacing yes, of yes, the yes. show. I, I was amazed at, like, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by Xena Warrior Princess, but I was amazed by how much of the episode was taken up with strategic planning of battle. And, like, yeah. I was, I, I don't know, I just watching the intro trailer saying giants and like and like magic and stuff like that i thought it was gonna be like a different kind of adventure but no it was just like let us let us battle yeah, it caesar wasn't very fantastical until it wasn't the end. that fantastical yeah and then it got really fantastical which was so surprising <laughs> well that's exactly what i'm talking about is yeah. that based off of what i saw like the consequence, like we start off in a historical. I mean, we see Ares, yeah. god of war. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we're all in the sword round. Oh, a gay man. icon, truly. But <laughs> his uh, the facial hair of well, this yeah, man. Yeah, the the, was, the character choice was so weird. It was so wild. Can you describe it? Okay, <laughs> so think Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. He's got that thin chin strap, except instead of having it be a chin strap. He's pulling it up, 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 yeah. up, up till it's a a, <laughs> a yeah a cheekbone <laughs> strap um, that then hits his goatee and dips straight down. Yeah, it's like it instead of highlighting the jawline, yeah. it highlights his cheekbone. It's like it's like if someone uh, uh, wore a very small mask, a goatee-sized <laughs> mask over their face and nose. And then uh, had a single like band that went around their head, um, <laughs> yeah. like a ribbon, it's like and when people connected wear their, to the top of that. It's like when people wear their masks over their uh, mouth instead over, of their oh, nose. Oh, oh no, over their nose instead of their mouth. Oh, and then the line, yeah. The bottom of the mask is like going, up, like going up their cheek. Yeah, that's where that is where the the facial hair was decided to be cut. It's quite awful. Yeah. It's terrible. But he's a Greek god, so... But yeah, so Ares shows up, right? Yeah. And then Ares... It starts with Ares. We see we see a sword twirling through a blacksmith shop, and then we see that it's this man twirling a sword for a while, just twirling his goddamn sword. And he's then so appears bored. In magic, appears a woman with an Elvira wig, almost. And her name was Discord. Oh my god, Discord. 100%. Yeah. So she's been playing video games. She's been been chatting online with her friends. She's a fucking internet troll. She's been hitting up the TTRPG. She is the kitten that you don't mess with. (laughs) Discord comes in, grabs his sword out of the fucking air as he's swinging it around. Lisa's showing her age. Um, Uh, Yeah, TTRP. Lisa, the kitten on the Discord server, is the kitten that is, uh, I, I guess you would say... You know, this is actually we're gonna we're not gonna talk about this right now. Is it something dirty? It is. It's kind of dirty. Oh. It's a little also, I wouldn't even if I was your age, I wouldn't be on a Discord server. So <laughs> I wouldn't. Because she's know. a she, Lisa's a jock, yeah, uh, and a rule breaker, yeah. Uh, so she doesn't play games. Yeah, you can't get that revenge body if you're out playing games. Yeah, uh, I'm just right. telling everybody that right, right now. It's a rule right. of thumb. Now That's everyone right. knows I'm working on my revenge. No, body. I was just saying that as a rule. Now we're gonna absolutely fucking leave this in. Anyway, so so, so Aries shows up. Yeah, Aries begins. We begin with Aries. And, yes, and then Discord, and then he's like, "There's this god," and then she's like, "Fuck that god." 
and we he's like, I'll put my out. best man on it. And his best man is Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. So that's dope. And Discord is not happy about that. No. Mm-mm. We're not um, quite sure what Discord has to play, whether there's not enough context yeah. since we see her almost immediately. Yeah, she uh, felt like a... Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's very clear to me that she's obviously like... She is the one character that like we... I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> she felt like a Power Rangers witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did feel like a Power Rangers. Movie. Right? She like like she isn't the biggest baddie, but she like has like a lot of baddie Rita powers. Rita is the biggest baddie. Discord. In in Power Rangers, you're just you're just using this. Oh, the, wait, the witch is the biggest the, baddie. Which is the there isn't a bigger baddie than the witch. No, she's the big baddie. She's like one of them, but it's like Lord Zed that's the big 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 baddie. You know what I mean? No, Lord Zed is like her. Is he? Lord Zed is this. Man made of only muscles, and his muscles are <laughs> held together by like weird. Isn't she with Lord Zed? I think you know what they're like. On so the so same she's level. middle management, though. Okay, but Discord is not middle management. I don't think. I think Aries is middle management. Okay, well you've seen the show before, so tell us about Discord. I don't remember, but she <laughs> Discord is definitely um, Aries' bitch. That that's for sure. Oh man, she's just like her his little errand. Man, the, there was only Girl. two straight people. But very, it was Discord and Aries. But it's very clear that like Aries is not straight. Come on. No, I'm saying he's a gay icon. But I think his character is straight. If any gay men were watching in '95 and they were like, "Man, who do I latch onto?" Yeah. It's the guy that has the cheekbone, the cheekbone strap. Yeah, the cheekbone strap. <laughs> cheekbone strap, man. I think I'll strap onto those cheekbones. There was a lot of um, subtextual sexual tension. There was just like a lot of sex jokes, um, like the sword thing when Aries Aries constantly shows up out of nowhere to yeah. Zena, yeah, without warning. And in one at one point, he shows up to her and she's holding a sword, and he like he blips right into it. Yeah, so, so like the sword, the sword is going through <laughs> him. Stabbing him. And and he's like, do you want to do something about this? And she's like, I like it being in you. And, she, you know, and I like it where it is. Oh, I like it where yeah, it like is. Where it and is. then she like jiggles it a little bit. And then he like steps back and pulls himself off of the sword. Like, fuck, man, that's they're horny for each other. Even if they're not, they are, you know? Well, it's weird, though, because I was reading the Wikipedia, and the Wikipedia suggests that he might be her father, so... What? Yeah. Well, the thing is that... It's, that was definitely a directorial choice. I think the d- director's definitely kind of a pervert now that I think about it. The girl director? Oh, the girl. I mean, girls can be perverts, <laughs> You're too. You're right. Case in point, me. Anyone can be, anybody can be a pervert. Point is, though, I think what was cringiest about this show that I believe was a lot of the director, the director's choices... Yeah, it wasn't a girl director. His name was Ole Sasson. Yeah, well, there you oh, go. Oh, see, I heard that, and I immediately thought of the shampoo, and I immediately thought of a woman. Uh, no, Ole Sasson is credited as being the, uh, talk about trash movies, uh, credited as being oh, the Fantastic director Four. of the 1990-something <laughs> Fantastic Four. The 90s, 1994. 1994 Fantastic Four movie, yeah. Anyway. But... Um, horny director. Uh, horny director. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, that makes a lot more sense because it was extremely male gazy, but it kind of like failed in that way, in the sense that, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe, in my personal opinion, in my very own opinion, that 
this was a show for straight people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Agreed. 100% agreed. Like, his, his idea of the male gaze was by itself. You know what I mean? Like, he, he fucked up. Yeah. Do you think that way. Olay was, like, living out a lesbian fantasy? Honestly, <laughs> like, maybe. It was 95. Like, it was, it, was, it was barely okay to be gay. I can't imagine what it wasn't okay to be back then. You know what I mean? That's fair. But... Some of the cringier choices were the director's choices. The costume choices, some of them were okay <laughs> costumes. And then every female had their, like, just their boobs out. They were just, just they were, you could just see them. You know what I mean? And midriffs. The, mm-hmm. midriffs. The midriffs aplenty. Yeah. And, like, the, and the, the armor that Xena and her ex-girlfriend had. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't what think it's her, her actual. It's canonically not her. Bodacia. Bodacia had, and that's another thing. Bodica. Bodacia. Bodica. Bodacia. They said it like twenty times. Bodacia. That name was meant to be uh, said incorrectly as Bodacia. Yeah, Bodacious. Bodacious. Their their Queen of the breastplates were horrendous. Yeah, like, it was very much yeah. like these are for you to look at. Yep. These breasts. The concentric shoulders, circles of rivets her shoulders that go were down. Out, like, weren't they? Could, could were, you see shoulders? were out? I thought you could see Xena's shoulders. You could see oh, Xena's shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. You could not see Bodicea's. Which I guess is, it makes sense for like fighting, but like, there's also, a lot you're of kicks. Get your arms there's off. a lot of kicks, and there was definitely legs visible with the kicks. Yeah, but yeah. all the dudes, you couldn't see their shoulders. Dudes didn't have their shoulders out. Oh, they had a, they had cut off. T-shirts though, or like vests. They you can see vests, but they they had their shoulders covered, you know, <laughs> with some true. kind like of leather. Pauldrons. You know? Yeah, like a pauldron or something. Yeah. She like said, a pauldron. "Like just some kind of like pauldron or something." <laughs> and just like I don't know fucking what that like is. some kind of pauldron or something. I know armor, dude. I you know I I I'll walk outside with a pauldron. Armor. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Those dude, were just those one people, pauldron. Those were the original shoulder pads. actually. <laughs> God. That's what the '80s was going back to. They were going back to those pauldron era. We didn't, you know? They didn't want to get rid of shoulder pads so bad. In '95, they made this television. Show. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about, and that's why it's so gay. That's why it's so gay. <laughs> Correct. I love, I love that. Um, I like the. I like that they didn't care about like being era accurate yeah you know? like that like we're in caesar's palace and we see fucking like french renaissance paintings yeah <laughs> like there's there's like a way, man in like a france giant is even a country yeah yeah <laughs> which is as nuts the like wig on the the painting with the wig on this man <laughs> and like it was wild there was um and that's exactly what i'm saying that they spent all that money on costumes but then like they couldn't afford like a but they had curtain. to build you know those I mean? those sets though they did have to build those sets you can't tell me that those sets were were quality you anachronism can't. yes ah. that's what it is that's the word sorry I had to do a little brain blasting <laughs> i i had i thought it when you first said it i wish i had said it ah here we are yeah i was digging I for had it to i'm look sorry it up. i interrupted with just <laughs> yeah. no. Go I it, I do think it, it's definitely very sexist. The, the choices are sexist, but to I mean to to my benefit, you know. Like, 
Well, yeah. Lisa and Joey. That's what I said earlier. To the, to the benefit of the lesbian. But the I think that they, they were, the guys were very attractive, too. They weren't Disagree. as scantily clad. Some of the guys were. Like, I... Caesar was uggo. Carl Urban is a fox. Okay? Ugh, he was uggo in that... He might just be a fox his, later. Just because his haircut was garbage... <laughs> they his, made him... his face was was like it was it it was like Vaseline or something like that. It was like covered was in oily. a in a crust. I thought him and tough. Aries were both attractive. Aries was attractive. I wanted to see. I think if Aries had been just as scantily clad, I would have been happier. Well, but he wasn't going to do that. Or if that's no one I... was that scantily clad. Or if everybody was naked. You know what I mean? Everyone should have been naked. But still flipping and uulating. <laughs> See, that's, that's another thing that bothered me. Every single time <laughs> Cena went into battle, yeah. she did the same thing. She flips. Yeah. Doesn't matter if she's coming off a horse or if she's walking. <laughs> or, uh, or a cart. Or they use the same like B-roll footage of her doing a flip, too. But yeah. she flips, and then she does a very racist... <laughs> what did you say? Ululating? Ululating. Yeah, it's just bad, and it is it is so it is so disturbingly bad. Uh, it is. It's a choice. But here's yeah, the deal. Tough. It's just a tough be- buy. Just because I'm saying this stuff is bad, just because I have the opinion that this stuff is bad, like not everything needs to be good. You know what I mean? Like I do yeah. improv. You two do improv. Yeah. It doesn't always have we to be good. We made some bad yeah. choices. We made some, yeah. we've done, I've done some bad things on stage. But Said some some bad things. Not, not even about that. I'm just saying, like, we do... We make choices that yes. aren't exactly, you know, the funniest in the moment. Yeah. But it's funny to that she does the flip. It is like, funny that she does that. Funny. And I guarantee you, she does it every fight... Every, Every episode, fight. you see at least one ululate or flip or something like that. Like, that happens <laughs> every gosh dang episode also, to the point. Season 3, episode <laughs> 4, you don't even see that as, like, a thing happening. You're like, oh, we're entering. Ba-. It's like it's like battle music starts in a video mm-hmm. game and you're like, okay, there's going to be fighting. It's like, oh, the... And the flipping, you're like, all right, let's go. Oh, the I'm music pumped. I'm was hyped. great. The music, music was incredible. So, it doesn't... During the like sacrifice... Celtic? Well, yeah, yeah, some like Celtic, like <laughs> like uh, old Gorgon, uh, Gregorian chants or whatever. Yeah, they kept switching it up. Like, did you guys notice that? Like, at some point, there was some Middle Eastern music they were playing. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, that and was a little weird. Play, and then there was like definitely Renaissance music, and yep. then there was a all oh, more the anachronisms. Yeah, they, yeah. they went into the public domain. And they found what they could. I like how like we feel more grounded in that time period based off what. You know, like, what, what do we have? That, like, like, I didn't feel grounded at all in that time period. <laughs> no, I was no, just like, like, this is all fantastical. Yeah. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. I'm here for it. I, okay, but here's the thing about the fantastical elements, though. Because it didn't even start. Like, yeah, I guess Aries is technically fantastical. But that was, like, minuscule. It was a very... It was like a Doctor Who episode where they go back in time, back to Earth. Yeah. In like the 1800s, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, those are the most boring episodes because what do you want Oh, Dr. God, they do, so yeah, they do so many of those. I'm glad I'm not the pieces. only one who thinks they're boring. We can get into that later. Oh, but, I love some of the period pieces. Like so, the Charles Dickens one? Dang, with the witches? Cool. See, and I don't like that one. Damn. I, yeah, I don't. 
They're not the better ones are like the ones where they go into the future. The empty child. Or go to other planets. When he goes to world in in the ninth Doctor, when he it's World War Two, and there's a child with the face mask. See, that, Holy that fuck! One was, that one that's well written. See, it's it's definitely the writers. It's when it comes to those period pieces, it's always it comes down to the writing because the directing you can't look at Doctor Who directing because half the time you know. We're, we're, we're it's inconsistent inconsistent yeah but the writing is is probably one of the fewer consistent things and even that's not very consistent yeah but we're, we're talking about Xena though but we we're talking about Xena <laughs> the, the reason why I brought up Doctor yes. Who is because it felt like a period piece where we were like this is one of the Doctor Who episodes where we go <laughs> okay so we're now in, in a very grounded place kind of looking for the weird thing you know what I mean we're in a very oh, yeah, in a yeah. place that we feel familiar we know about Caesar we know about Gaul. We know about Britannia. It yeah. might not have been the most historically accurate, but like we were like, okay, the goal is take down Julius Caesar of Rome. Yeah, and they were like, it was kind of Lord of the Ringsy in a way too, where it was oh, like, yeah. yeah, they had a whole, they had armies against armies. Yeah, and, they traveled and like, a lot all over the place, didn't they? They what? It was like a big, like the whole. They traveled a lot. Like they weren't in Britannia yeah. the whole time. Were yeah, they? no, they were in Gaul, so they were in. They, they were they on the continent, and then oh, went then they to took the a island. boat. That's right. Yeah, and so there's the boat. Oh, the rigging on the boat. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. The rigging was dope. It was there's so many tiny little sheets of like fucking fabric for no reason, all blue, <laughs> like like weird like old like almost cobweb looking fabric flapping in the wind that's so like, great honestly that is a very 70s thing to do because like it's like in Monty Python the Holy Grail mm-hmm. everywhere they go it's just like little pieces of like clear rags that are like that indicates that this is a, a very uh, like a medieval kind of yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. era like old old place yeah that, you know these are these are old things that we're dealing with <laughs> So we're so it's like a journey. It's like a Lord of the Rings. It's like grounded, and then the fantastical thing comes in. I thought it was too late in the game too. It was way too late in yeah. the game. Way too late in the episode. I mean, Ares being like they're evil, and Xena's like based on what? And he's like, <laughs> he doesn't give an answer, and it's like, yeah, give her an answer, Ares. Come on. I don't know. I kind of like that in a way, but but in a way because. Yes, could they have done it better? Of course, they could have done it better. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and I enjoyed how we had to like we ha- we ha- we were trying to flesh out the Caesar thing. We're trying to flesh out, trying to kill Caesar. Yeah, it's obvious from a writer standpoint, you can't kill Caesar in that episode. Oh, right. for sure, you can't yeah. Kill Caesar, so we know we're not going to kill Caesar. So in my mind, I'm watching this and I'm going, okay, so what are we going to kill, or what are we going to fight? Right, right, right. And then that presents itself so quickly because the whole time. We they kept talking about because they had to rescue these people from Caesar's men that were being captured because they were they were worshiping what they kept calling the one true God and and freaking Gabrielle or Zena mm-hmm. thinks that they're they're talking about the Israel Israelites right one true God yeah but then it's switched later and we find out that they're not talking about the Israelites God they're talking about the Hawk some. Made, yeah, made up. They're I, not. Maybe they're not made up. Devil. Da Hawk. Well, you should look it up. We should see who the heck look is Da Hawk. Yeah, but we we find out that we these people who we thought were the Israelites, they're they they're portrayed very like very peaceful people until oh, yeah. we get to that until we get to that <laughs> place, and they're like, just kidding. We are <laughs> Satan, we are Satan worshippers. And we're, we need a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. And, we, and so they sacrifice the guy 
that has Starcraft. been Starcraft. Like, st- Star? Star? Was it not Starcraft? Craft Star. Wait, Starcraft. Craft Star. No. <laughs> it was like Craft Mac. And it cheese. was Craft. It was was Craft Star. So Craft Mac and nuts. Cheese is about to get fucking <laughs> yeah. sacrificed yeah. on this altar. The Craft Dinosaur who is like Gabrielle, craft who is star. like who's no, she's the girl who. Can't say no. You know, she's the girl yeah. who can't do no wrong. Yeah. What is his accent? She goes. That's, she's just a. She's just your average Southern belle. She's a Southern belle. He ain't done nothing wrong. Right. I'm, oh, You're I, right. You're you're absolutely right. That is her characterization. Yeah. Like it's very she's it's very male gazy. It's like the helpless girl that like you know she needs help. She's got she has to be saved. Yeah. You know yes. whatever. And she goes and she tries to save. This guy who we who we saved earlier from the Romans, and she throws shoulder, she throws elbows, she like beats some people up, she and does. she stabs a lady. According to the whole episode, you wouldn't think that she was capable of that, right? Until yeah. she throws elbows. She's yeah. just yeah. A, she's a bard. Bam, she's bam. listed as a bard. A bard. On the show. So yeah. bards cast spells with their songs. <laughs> yeah. That's so what I, I was expecting D&D. at some point for her to jump out and start singing. Start singing. But start casting or play, spells. Play or loot or something, right, right, you know? right. Start using her charisma to solve problems. <laughs> it turns out that didn't happen. Right, <laughs> and this is when this is actually when we see the first bloodshed of the entire of the entire oh, yeah. episode because the whole time Zena's holding this sword. Yeah, she never stabs anybody. No. She never like slits any throats. It's just it's just slashes. Yeah. It's a very British like European kind of thing where like. Because they talk about passion and that there's like all these sexual innuendos. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you go to Europeans, it's like, you know, in, in the United States, what what do we see? We move, see movies where people's brains are getting blasted out. We see yeah. movies where people's... Oh, but this was on primetime TV, I, I think. Well, that's what I'm talking about. But it was in New Zealand, right? This was a New Zealand this television. Was filmed it was only in, filmed there. It was, was on It was on NBC. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was what? an American TV yeah. show. Yeah. Oh. That's why even all the New Zealanders had American accents. Because I guess we couldn't conceive of people yeah. without American accents. Okay, well then this changes <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. No. Why the fuck were they not slashing throats? <laughs> yeah. Because, because like, it, was, uh, it was NBC in the 90s. Because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, she's not using that sword. She has has a sword and she points it at people but she's not using it and then finally we see like so so then that's actually you know despite the fact this is not a very great television <laughs> we see a, a wonderful moment that is is we see a wonderful moment that is uh emphasized with somebody's blood when gabrielle <laughs> the, the the southern belle who couldn't do no wrong yeah stabs somebody who's trying to stab the person we thought was gabrielle's friend and she has blood on her hands. And so therefore she's... Honestly, now that I think about it more, it's it's so male-gazing yeah. because she's not here anymore. Yeah, like, it's messed up. I know, I think, I think that's... I, I thought that was... Okay, this is coming from a male, but uh, I thought it was like kind of brilliant that what she lost wasn't her in a, like they it didn't sacrifice like her innocence by killing her because she's a virgin or I don't know if she's a virgin or not but like sacrificing her because she does like just killing her because she doesn't know any better they're they're actively planning out a plot to make her do something that makes her like lose the uh uh idealism she has in the world and the the thought that she can't Yeah they do. they psychologically fucked with they her They fuck with her and and like just like her innocence lost is murdering someone. It's not like 
innocence lost being, you know, having sex with someone or being killed. Can we talk about the edit for that scene? When they, so there's there's commercial there's cuts to commercials that are that are edited into the episode because it was made for TV with commercials. Yeah. And her edit at the end of this scene is is just a repeat of her yelling no. No. Yeah, falling to the ground. (laughs) No. Slow motion on her face and zooming in on her. Amazing. Amazing. It's such a dramatic choice. The same moment from three different angles. Her head into her knees. No, no, no. (laughs) It proves to me that anybody can do drama. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody. Anybody can do drama. Because even even an idiot has to know that that we have to we have to at the climax because that's obviously the climax of the whole of the whole show is that is the and we have to deal with the fallout of her murdering this person which is now a demon is going to come out of the ground and is going to come out of the ground is going to just like Xena came out of the ground just like Xena oh came my out god of the i ground. forgot yeah there's a, <laughs> mo- a moment where Gabrielle and, and Kraft Mag and Cheese are being rescued. They're being yeah. crucified by them. Yes, the way. they're being crucified by Caesar because he caught them. And then Xena is like hiding in the ground right as they're about to break Gabrielle's legs, in which they cut do another cut to commercial break right before they yeah. break her legs. Yeah. So that you're you're on edge. Like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> did, her did legs they break her get legs? broken. <laughs> I don't know if Someone's I want to buy Coca Cola. I need to know if they broke her legs. <laughs> So the the Zena's arm shoots out of the ground, yeah. and then she's been hiding. Her and her whole army, her yeah. and her ex girlfriend's army, yeah, yes. yeah, bursts out of the ground. Yes, audacious, <laughs> And they they fight off Caesar's army that he has there, and then off uh, maybe a hundred yards away, Caesar and all his dudes are just standing there watching it. Like they're just having a cup of tea. Yeah, just watching. Just like, like no movement at all. Total. It, it could have been a picture that we had cut to for three seconds. Yeah. Like we could not like, tell if we were watching video or. They don't or say still anything. Footage. They yeah. did no commentary on like, hey, we should help them. No reaction. Nothing. No movement. It, it was made me still. think of like at work whenever I'm on register, and there's like a couple people waiting to come up or or waiting to. To check out, yeah. And the person, there's like people helping bag, and they're not going to open another register. And I'm like, fine, I guess I'll just do all the work. Yeah. Yes. I right? feel like Caesar's yes. army would have been like that. Like I, I was Caesar's army. Caesar's so, army in, in okay. the scenario of Trader Joe's. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We set this movie in Trader Joe's. Okay, so you're so you are Caesar. You are Caesar. I'm Caesar's you're army. Stan, you're Caesar's army. You're standing at the register. And I'm looking at the person, the people bagging, doing you're nothing. Zena. <laughs> you're you're looking at Zena fighting. No, no, I'm no. fighting. Okay. Wait. Caesar. You're Caesar is the people working. Caesar did jack Just, shit. Well, yes, Caesar. that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> you are you are the people who are crucifying. Um, yes. Uh, uh, what's her Gabrielle. name? Gabrielle. Gabrielle. You are crucifying Gabrielle, yeah. and then and then She's your register your register is open, and. and no, uh, no, no, I'm, no! Wait. It's not open. I'm helping people. You're helping people. Checking people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're Boop. checking people out. Boop. You're register. You're you're register. You're Boop. scanning Gabrielle's knees <laughs> in order to break. Them. We're losing it. <laughs> the point is, this Caesar's just fucking watching them tear apart his army. He doesn't even go help. 
It doesn't make sense. And it, except... He doesn't help except to throw a javelin at one point. Right. I just love how you guys are skipping over the fact that they are like, what is the most Roman thing we can do to these people? <laughs> crucify them. Yeah. yeah. Put them on a cross. Makes sense. And then they're like, it's not uh, enough to crucify these people. Awesome. We have to break their legs. Okay, yeah. I think that I think that meant something. I think that's what they did when they cru- when they actually crucified people. But they said they said Caesar told us to break your legs. He said Xena would know what that means. <laughs> what yeah. the? Wait, so it's I such a gangster Xena, thing. I think she broke Caesar's leg or something like. I think something. There is a history. There's a past, oh, character-wise, That's to do with their a leg context breaking. That you would have to watch the original, right? Or maybe it isn't, and maybe they were just like, "That's a good one-liner." <laughs> and I'm kind of yeah. hoping it was. Let's just make this like, guy into a man, mob boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I'm gonna break your legs. That's what Caesar was. He was a mob boss. Gumbo me on the day of my wedding. Isn't that what all politicians are? Break my son's legs. All politicians yeah. are mob bosses. Essentially. Was he a politician at that legal, point? Legal. Sorry, legal mob bosses. Caesar? Was he the ruler or was he just the general? He at was that the point? ruler. There's no way I, I there's no way he was just a general. Like they hated at that Caesar point? too much. Yeah. Dang. That yeah. yeah, makes sense. They hated Caesar too much. I thought he his just general he, was the one that killed him. He looked so young, is all I'm saying. Well, I mean people didn't like, really Was he ruler yet? Then. Is all I'm saying. He looked so young because they casted a young guy. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> or they cast a young guy to play young Caesar. He was probably young at the time. Yeah. So this was pre-Stonehenge, okay. remember? That's true. This Very was importantly, pre-Stonehenge. pre-Stonehenge. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. I, yeah. think, yeah. I, think, this is how, I think we found the end of, the end of our episode. So it ends. Wait, I right? wanted to talk about Xena as a character also. Yeah. Oh, what do you want to say? Like, wanna... impressions. Thoughts on her as just a person. Oh. Intense as fuck. Lucy Lawless. Has never taken acting class in her life. That's what I want. <laughs> and you know what, Lucy? You know what? Maybe you've gotten better, honestly. And you know what? I can't even say anything because I have not done anything notable, Lucy. But I just want to let you know that the it wasn't even just you know what, and it's got to be the director's fault because if a director doesn't know how to work with actors, then you get what we call season three, episode four of Xena Warrior. <laughs> but she's been working for three seasons now. Is like this is the third season. Right, and so she should know. So this is a blip, truly. She, no, but she should. She should be in the groove, right? This is well, the groove. I think what, we are, what you've the the, the yeah. conceit behind our show, behind us looking at season three, episode four, is everybody doing the show is. I in think the it's groove. the writing too, though. I think if you look at, I mean, look at compare her to the other actors on the show, like. Well, the writing is a. Tr- you're right. The writing is a trophy. <laughs> The, the writing is what the writing is. I can't like honestly. I think the whole show is probably like this and feels like Power Rangers. But like, yes. But like I said earlier, like honestly, like I what I said earlier with like there is so much wrong with this show. But we're also looking at That's it true. as people who did not religiously watch this show. Yeah, you know, as as younger people or and, or people who had no like cultural context or like we did not see uh, like gay people on TV at all yeah. and then see ourselves in these people and finally we have a show of us on screen you know like we yeah we didn't oh have yeah you that, have to make like, allowances like if that's the only thing you have as representation it's like well 
Hooray. I will take, yes, I will take these shillings. I Thank just, you. <laughs> I just want to say that I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to deciding whether the show is good or not because I watched shows like Gilligan's Island when I was a kid. <laughs> and that, in my mind, is one of the best television shows that's ever been made. Oh, well, obviously we're watching that next. Interesting, interesting. Well, season three, episode four of Gilligan's Island is, yes. is very good. It's probably a Kurt Russell episode if you think about it, actually. Love a Kurt Russell. Well, so I, well, I thought Xena was intense. Sorry, I, I thought do. She was very intense. <laughs> no, no, I don't no, know. We're not talking about Gilligan's Island. I thought Xena was really intense, and also like one note. Her character's oh, one yeah. note, and except, all she wants to do is fight. But she's except supposed for when to she be. was jealous. That's true. She, she was jealous she was like, of Starcraft, Kraft yeah. Mac and Cheese, and, yeah. and Gabrielle. I think it was Craftstar. His name was Craftstar, but we're going to call him Kraft yes. Mac and Cheese. Starcraft. Um, I like that yeah. as a name too. But even that was she. She exhibited a lot of stereotypical toxic male behavior. Well, it's because the show was the show was 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 directed by a man. Okay, yes. the episode was directed by a man. I don't know about the whole show, you know? Oh, Like, yeah. this episode was directed by a man. I, I like, as a TV show, they tend to be, like, yeah, each yeah, episode is directed. Lots of people yeah. direct different episodes just because they're rolling them out, you know? But it was created by a dude, right? Is KJ the dude? I don't know. KJ could be. RJ, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. If, I don't know if KJ was, but RJ one of the John, one of the yes, uncredited dudes. creators is Sam, Sam Raimi, uh, which is like Sam Raimi did Evil Dead and Spider Man's one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, and Evil Dead okay. two and, and Evil Dead, Dead, Dead two, Army Evil of Darkness. Dead, Army of Darkness. Ash versus the Evil Dead. The only thing that means anything to me was Spider Man 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Hey, Come one, on, Sam. One was okay. Where did 4 go? We were promised a number 4. <laughs> and I'm so pissed because. Instead, we got another number 1. Yeah. <laughs> we got another number 1 and then a shitty number 2. Actually, whatever. But. <laughs> I thought Xena. No, was... no, no. We're going back to Andrew Garfield. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> Come back to the to Andrew Garfield yeah. world. No, Xena, what is Xena? Xena is definitely like. Um, as someone who I could imagine myself growing up and watching Xena Warrior Princess, and I would definitely think that Xena was badass. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like Xena, Xena had a goal, and she was she literally like her ex girlfriend Bodacious or whatever yeah. her name was. <laughs> uh, she was literally like, I I I don't want to go up against Caesar, and the only reason I am is because you're here. And honestly, I love I'm a slut for the lore, like the lore of anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, I could talk for hours about the lore of like Pokemon. I could talk about or the Gilligan's lore of, of Zelda. There's not much lore about Gilligan's Island. Oh, There's not much, but I could still talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is, is that like I enjoyed how, um, you know, we got a glimpse as to who Xena was before, right? Just based off of her reputation with other characters, right? And I really liked. I mean, the little story she told about Bodacious. Um, and she was saying, yeah, uh, I, like, Bodacious had an army, or, like, we were on different, like, it was it was so fraught with, like, tension, tension and stuff, but, like, we had a different, you know, um, uh, understanding between each other. She wanted a friend, I wanted an army, so I took the army from her, and, and like, like, outed, like, like uh, kicked her out, 
and so she had to like run away and to Britannia and like start her own and deal. To be very clear, that scene was also very sexually charged. Yeah, like when yeah. they were talking, like it was very clear that there was some sexual innuendos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm not even saying that because I'm always looking for, for gay content, <laughs> which you are. I am which always looking for yeah, gay I mean, content. I admit that, but it's yeah. there. But, but it's it, there. it really is it's there. there. My favorite bit was every time they called her. Uh, what a friend you guys were like exes. Oh yeah, they're like <laughs> they're like yes, we used to be friends, and then no, you oh she, Gabrielle said yeah, you guys used to be friends, and she was like or something like that, and we're like something <laughs> like that. This is ninety five, everybody. Yes, <laughs> it's starting to become okay to be gay, but you can't say it yet. You, you God, I mean? you can't say you got, it. You got, <laughs> like. MTV was is in its prime, right? You know what I mean. Oh, like yeah. we're out there. We're finally making a. We're finally making a difference out there. Zena, I don't know that Zena... MTV. I don't think we should promote that MTV had anything to do with the gay, like gay culture rising at all. Just so we're well, no, clear. No, no, I don't think so. But... MTV had everything to do with every culture rising. It lifted us all <laughs> up. Us that all. is a, a, you. God, <laughs> get so much wrong with what you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, Zeno's definitely she was definitely a um uh she was definitely like very solid we the writers if the writers did anything correctly <laughs> based off of what it was mm-hmm. not off my opinion but based off of what it was she was the strongest part of the entire I think she was the strongest part of the entire show okay I think we found out yeah your first question Lisa which was what do you think of the show Hadley <laughs> yes. I think we figured that we out. I think we it. got to the, we gotta, the bottom of we, that one. We have to. Sorry, I know I interrupted you mid before we were about to get to the end of what happened at this episode. No, please yeah. go. But we got to get to that because what a plot twist! Yeah, <laughs> what an unexpected twist in the end. It was very. It was a very <laughs> unnecessary plot twist, but it did. <laughs> it did set up yeah. like the second Matt Smith's episode, uh, season of of Doctor Who because if it wasn't for Xena. <laughs> then we would have never found the Pandorica. Spoilers. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Damn. I The crazy thing is is it's like it's like this is this is rooted in reality. This is rooted in reality. This is not rooted in reality, but it's where reality came from. Like the variant like yeah. it's like we they, got Caesar, they do bring we, it got, back we got yeah, Britannia and then we we've got oh, Devil Man and then and like a gate to hell and then we've got that's where the uh that's where Stonehenge, Stonehenge came Yeah, from. the whole temple at the end, like, collapses, and what's left are the remains, which are Stonehenge. What remains is Stonehenge, yeah. yeah. It's just Stonehenge. Like, the whole place blows up. But for somehow, a square building, yeah. the, when the square <laughs> building fell, a bunch of very large blocks, which were CGI'd so perfectly. Oh, oh, God, beautiful. yeah. CGI'd so yeah. perfectly yeah. under that screen. Yeah. It's but, like we were there. But we found a circular monument, which is now known today as Stonehenge. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also at the... Do, okay, what do we think is going to happen for the rest of the, this, this season? I think they're gonna pull. I think they're gonna pull a Doctor Who. I think she's gonna start losing people. But that would be what I would do with it. I don't think the writers figured that out. <laughs> losing people like people are gonna die. You know, like Xena has, now has to suffer the consequences of what her adventures bring to the people she surrounds herself with. Oh. But you can't kill Gabriel. I feel like they're never gonna kill Gabrielle. No? Well, because it ends with them smooching. Because they're OTP. 
You're right. They're one true parent. That's a uh, that's fan fiction speak. Got it's it. online lore. Oh, so you <laughs> you're don't, showing. You don't your... know what a Discord kitten is, but you know what OTP is. Yeah, I'm a different kind of internet. Nerd. <laughs> I'm a different kind of internet. I <laughs> Lisa's still Lisa. Lisa's still on Tumblr. <laughs> I don't know. The... I like the gifts. Yeah, it's like, uh, are you for real? I can also on Tumblr. I can watch shows without watching them. I just get the highlight reel. Yeah. Well, Lisa's true. Lisa's not a spoiler person, as in nothing. Like tell her everything. I, yeah, you can tell me anything, yeah. and I don't care. Yeah. I will still watch the show, or not um, watch it and be happy. Or with I the wasn't going to watch it I mean, anyway. But like honestly, or like if even if a show gets spoiled for you, like are you still not going to watch it even though it was spoiled? Like honestly, I I want to meet the Depends person that on says if it's a really good spoiler. I want to meet the person that's like even if it's spoiled, they're like no, I can't watch that episode now. You know what I mean? Like, as if there's nothing else to get from the TV show besides the twist. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Sometimes that's the case. Sometimes that's a show I would never have watched anyway. If it's a show I would never have watched anyway, but people are talking about it, I'm like, okay, tell good me what happens. Know. Yeah, good to know. Just so Not I can be involved. I don't like being left out. <laughs> FOMO. I don't know what the theme of this episode was. Like, I don't know if this... The Deliverer had a thematic like lesson, or I think it's like you know you have to forgive your exes. Um, Did Zena have to forgive her exes? No, her ex had to forgive her, and she had to apologize to her ex. Okay, Bodacious had to. Well, but she did forgive her though. She she says that she, she didn't say she forgave her, but she was happy that Zena was there with her today, and that she was happy yeah. that Zena did the thing. Oh, like, and then immediately... You have to be there for the people you love. Yeah, okay. Because she wasn't there for Gabrielle the whole episode, and look what fucking happened to yeah. Gabrielle. But then the lady's like, thank you so much for being here for me, and Zena's like, look, there's st- thunderstorm <laughs> over that leaves. church over there. I gotta go. Gabrielle's <laughs> there. Yeah. My baby. My bae is well, there. Well, just didn't need Zena. Yeah. Like, honestly, like... Like it was good writing that they were like that they were like you are so awesome Zena but like Zena already did all the heavy lifting and the the strategy stuff beforehand. Right. Bodacious sure, yeah. had the plan. Now Zena needed to go help her friend. Okay, so I think what happens next is a totally new adventure that has no context yeah. or or relation to this one. Honestly, I think they move on to a totally different, unrelated adventure because for some reason, I get the sense that this show doesn't carry a lot of plot throughout it you are you kidding me do you did you forget what you looked up and read to us at the end of the episode well okay i did not i didn't forget i think that the because the cult they were talking about the cult in the beginning of the episode right this is the cult they were talking about yeah that cult that was something that they were talking about earlier in the in another episode so i think that whole uh, this is the plot line, the through for the through line the for through the season. Line, this cult is this is this god, the yeah. hawk, the hawk, yeah, yeah. And the through line for the what we don't know now, but what you said That's was true. that Gabrielle is now pregnant right. with that dude's baby. Yeah, so she was engulfed in his penis flames. Yes, and to be very clear, what happened <laughs> was. When Gabrielle, after she stabbed this poor this poor woman, 
and then initiated some kind of weird sacrifice thing. A tentacle flame yeah. came out of yes. the ground after the explosion and wrapped its tentacle around her leg yes. and started pulling her towards the hole. Yeah, the hole, which then spouted flame and, and lifted her up in the air mm-hmm. and encircled her in fire, where she writhed for a while while, um, while Xena Warrior Princess did some flips. So there is another loss of innocence there in that she had non-consensual sex right. with a, fire a monster. fired monster yeah. like that a, impregnated her. Right. And so, so I think that later on in the season, you're going to see that she has a demon baby. So is this great? Is it, no, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. That I mean, I mean, <laughs> this like, is, is this awful? Like, I think this is bad TV a little. It's bit. bad storytelling for women. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, oh, she got pregnant. Shocker. Yeah. Oh boy. What else can we do with a woman's body? Yeah. I, now honestly, she carries I, the Antichrist. <laughs> Well, honestly, like the the more media that I've been watching lately, and I would watch sometimes that Lily and I we would have these kicks where we watch a bunch of television shows and stuff, or or we'd watch a bunch of movies and stuff. And Lily doesn't like movies as much. To be clear, Lily's my girlfriend, but um, we'd watch these movies, and she's not a big movie fan. She likes TV shows. And when we watch these movies, we'd watch a movie. We're watching that Amy Poehler Tina Fey movie where Tina Fey can't get pregnant, but Amy Poehler can. Oh, sisters. Baby mama. mama. Baby, baby, mama? baby mama? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever the case was, but I remember her just being like, why can't they come up with any movies that are not about having kids? Like, like, cause that's, and that's why she doesn't really like watching movies with me because typically we'll find movies, but then there's always like, she, I don't know what it is about her <laughs> watching movies with me, but we always find the movies where she, the, the, the woman gets pregnant and that's her It's character. like you're trying to subliminal message her. Yeah. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to say, Hannah? No. Are you confessing something right now? No. You heard it here first, folks. I want to make make it very clear, okay? I could not afford our... uh, I could not afford our Indian fusion from earlier. I could not afford to have a child. That's (laughs) valid, valid, valid. That's a good point. That's a very good point, The fact that we got Indian fusion insinuates more about us than you... You heard it here, folks. Oh, <laughs> no. Here, folks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, do you have any any thoughts about what this could mean for an overall season three, episode four? Yeah, what's, what's this demonstrate about the fourth episode of the third season of a TV show? Okay, well, you made me pull out of my, my, my deep thoughts earlier. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna push myself back in. Okay, I'll give you a moment. Take a time. I'm close your eyes. This is the moment in that season where everything changes for everything changes for that character. I think we're gonna start to see. I mean, I'm not gonna watch the rest of the episodes, but from from a perspective, I'm not gonna watch the rest of season two of Zeno Warrior. But what I would want, so maybe that's a better way to see it. Instead of me being like, oh well, I think we're gonna see what I would want to see. Because based off of what I saw, I got the presence. I got the idea that from now on, we're going to start to see more consequences for Xena's actions. Is is my understanding that mm-hmm. it's a very fantastical television show where people go on adventures. But based off of the 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 first time we've seen bloodshed in an entire episode, and based off of the fact that <laughs> we see a severe change in character, mm-hmm. that like. Things cannot be the same again, and so like 
I if I were writing this television show, which I I would not, I would never. <laughs> I, would, I would never. You would never. You if you see, had the opportunity, you could write it so. Much I was better. watching this, and I was like, I would absolutely be on this show. <laughs> well, we saw what happened when a masculine presenting person directed and created the show. Yeah, that's true. So let's give <laughs> yeah. someone else a chance. Yeah, yeah, good point. That's true. But my point is, is that. Um, it went from it, the tone switched in an instant. You know what I mean? And yeah. It was, it was that instant when, um, it was the instant when, like, literally, she stabbed the woman. Like that was the point of no return. She stabbed the woman that became the sacrifice that initiated the ritual. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That turned freaking craft mac and cheese into a into a servant of. The fuck or whatever his name was. What was yeah. his name? Da Hock. Da Hock. The fuck. The fuck. The fuck works. Kraft mac and cheese turns into the fuck. I just saw. <laughs> I just saw a rooted world where we're fighting against literally the Roman, the Roman uh, ruler, the ruler of Rome, Julius Caesar, and then we go into a fantastical world where we're fighting a demon. You know I think I mean? that that's. I think that's a common thread for all season three episodes four, because like somebody dies. In most of the episodes. Yeah, there's a loss of innocence. It, it changes of some sort. the entire direction of the characters. Right. So so that that like your 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 observation here, because I'm just realizing that like, oh, the choice that Xena made that um, fucked her up is she is there for revenge more than she is there to either help her ex girlfriend or be there for her oh, current oh, girlfriend. Oh yeah. She's there to just fuck up Caesar. Well she is so, on a redemption arc. That's, yeah. So that, I don't know if we said that in the beginning. Apparently, she did some. She was like she 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 participated in terrorism. She was a pirate. She did like a lot of bad things, and I don't know why somehow. So the, she, she's a bad person trying to be a good person. Essentially, okay. is what it is. And Gabrielle is her foil or her the person who's who like Keeping helps her, her be there. a better person. Yeah, but there's no way the writers thought about that though. The writers of this episode. The writers of this episode thought about God, that. God, no. No, they didn't. I don't no, think... You're I think right. You're we, right. We are looking at it as three people who consume media <laughs> religiously. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. I, I mean, not that they didn't, but the, the, the writers of this show were trying to come up with something entertaining. And they did that. They did come up with something entertaining. There's fighting. There's there's sexual tension. Fire. There's fire. There's explosions. There's there's flips. There's flips. There's a fucking discus that, that snaps arrows and uh, spears in half. Like, you know, it's an entertaining a show. Stellar yeah. soundtrack. It, oh, honestly, yeah. killer. it does not need to mean anything. But the fact that it doesn't... This is me off, but I'm, I'm, but I'm not gonna ruin. I'm not gonna yuck anybody's yum. It doesn't need to mean anything. But the fact that it doesn't, I think that what I think that's the problem with like with like later television is transformed into something that does mean something now. Like this is before prestige television, and we're used to like good TV. And back then, they were used to all bad TV. There's good TV? I could think of a bunch of bad television shows that are happening right now. Yes, but there's... It's still... There's still an era of prestige TV happening right now that... Yeah, like, they they wouldn't... That's what they call this era of television. Is that what they're called? Yes! We're also looking at it 
Adam and I literally just had this discussion. That is people looking back and be like, oh, there's been eras for every <laughs> yeah. type of art. That's what true. era are we in right yeah. now? What are we what are we rejecting right now? Are we in post post postmodernism yeah. right now? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We but, are looking at it from like our perspective. And it's probably not fair for us to say that TV back then was garbage. Maybe could, this was really good at the time. There was better television back then. What what year did we say this came out? 1995. 95? There's plenty of great well, television in 90, there. I think the first episode aired in 94. 94? But this episode aired in 1997. Um, Wait, what day on 1997? October 20th. October 20th. Oh, I was, I was, I was alive. I was alive <laughs> Same. <laughs> I had just had my birthday. I was feeling good. I was I, nine years old. I had just had my birthday, but like the actual birthday. Like the original, the OG birthday. Oh, you had that first birth. I had that fir- the first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got that first birth? Hadley's a baby. I was a literally, babe. I had no idea what was happening around. <laughs> I would soon understand that there was media that I would try to consume later in life, but realize that the people that are in that television show are too old to, they're, they're not the same people they were in 2005. Does that make sense? I'm talking about Nathan Lane and, and the producers. I was, I was just listening to Working It Out with Nathan Lane, so that's why I was thinking. Nathan Lane is, is, is a very uh, aged man now. Well, yeah, but he's, he's still amazing. I love he's him. still star. Yes. He's a star. Love him in the birdcage. We can cut Nathan Lane stuff. No, I think we should absolutely keep it. Let's just drop a Timon reference real quick and Um. then move on. All right. Remember when uh, when Nathan Lane was in... uh, The birdcage? And Lion King? He was Timon. He was Timon. I do do remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before we go, do you want to drop any... Well, thank you, first of all, Hadley, for being yes, on thank you the so show. Much. You're, you are very fun to talk about TV with, and it <laughs> yeah. has been delightful to hear uh, what you think of Xena, Warrior Princess, and I'd like to talk more about other shows like fucking Gilligan's Island, <laughs> Yes, which also I've never seen as well. Gilligan's Island is uh, very, very, very near and dear to my heart. That's exactly <laughs> why we want to hear Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks, guys. I mean, this is this is a good show. I like this podcast. So. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. Do you have any things you want to plug before you go? Oh, things I want to plug. Um, well, I'm actually, I don't really have anything necessarily, uh, but I do have um, a new podcast that's going to be coming out soon called Never Enough. It's a sketch show, a satire of a podcast, um, of just podcasts in general. Um, but it's more as meant to be a sketch show that people can laugh at, you know. That's fun. A podcast that people listen to. It's really. a podcast sketch show? Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, so it would be like an old radio show, but not old whatsoever. Um, and then if you haven't uh, checked me out, my Twitter and my TikTok account are at Hadley Working. Hadley working or working Hadley. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> he has some great TikToks you should check out. Hadley Working. <laughs> I've been in one of them. It was great. Adam oh, yeah. was in one of them. Lisa right. Lisa films them frequently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hadley is my roommate, by the way. Yeah, yeah Lisa and Hadley are roommates. That's uh, why they sound like yeah, a married just... couple. <laughs> you have not heard me and my other roommate. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, Ooh. that's not married couple. That's more like... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, 
divorced. Um, <laughs> yeah, divorced but still living together. Yeah, yeah, divorced, yeah. but they found themselves living together in the pandemic. Divorced, <laughs> divorced grandparents who are living with the kids because each of them needed to be supported by one. Uh, some, the yeah, other kid. sure. Someone, I don't like that we're both old in that, but mm-hmm. okay. Someone lost. Someone lost their job during the pandemic, and so one of them was like, "Okay, yes, you know, we, you're, they're my kids too, so I guess you can." You know, just come in. We're just going to have separate rooms. And then you guys ended up... I don't know. There's a lot of shenanigans now. That could be a good TV show. I want to see that TV show. But it's not during the pandemic. Because I don't want to see any media about this pandemic ever. What pandemic? Before we go, we'd just like to thank all the makers of this show. Meaning... Xena, the Warrior Warrior Princess. Princess. Uh, Starting with the developer of the show, R.J. Stewart. The show creators, John... Schoolian and Robert Taffert. <laughs> Do you think it's Schoolian? I think it's Schoolian. Because Skyler is spelled S C H U. What Skyler? I've what? heard it spelled S K. Like the Skyler sisters. Skyler. Skyler sisters. Yeah, S C H U. So I'm thinking Skylian or Schoolian? Maybe. This episode. Oh, that's this, you. This episode was directed by Ole Sasson no, take that and again. written by Stephen L. Sears. It first aired on October 20th, 1997. It stars Lucy Lawless, Renee O'Connor, Carl Urban as Caesar, Martin Koskos as Kraft... Sokos. So- Ma- Martin Sokos as Craft Star. Craft... You wrote Craft Star. That's how it's, really, it's, that's how it's just, listed in IMDb. It's not just Craft Star? No, it's Craft Star. That's directly from IMDb. That is nuts. Yeah! <laughs> and Jennifer Ward Leyland as Bodicea. Bodicea, yes. <laughs> yeah. Along with so many more we don't have time to mention. As always, a huge shout out to the cast and crew who worked hard to put this show together. We always, we just wouldn't have a show without you guys. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, your hard work is not lost on us. We are very grateful. So thank you for listening to season three, episode four. I'm Adam. And I'm Lisa. You can find Adam on Instagram at DamnInHD. And you can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can find Oz at Instagram at OzzyTheBuddy. That's O-Z-Z-I-E, the buddy. You can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words. The numbers are numbers. Join us next week. We don't know what we're watching yet, but we can't wait to meet you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Meet you. You're going to meet him. No. You, know, you want to meet him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll shake their hands. I would love Whoa. to. What's that episode? What is the
Yeah, I'm sure.